You're listening to Behind the Groove with KJ. Hey there guys, hope you're all doing well as we enter lockdown two. Um, I wanted to just come on really and say hi and let you know what's been going on in my wonderful world. I have been suffering a little bit this time around, I'm afraid to say. Um, I had a foot injury and I won't tell you how I did it because it's just really embarrassing and not very rock and roll. (laughs) But I have basically torn a tendon in my left ankle and this happened at the end of August, August Bank Holiday Monday after I was running around the streets of London protesting against all the lockdowns and all these bills being passed through Parliament without voting and I was being my usual militant self so I guess this is the universe's way of telling me to sit back and stay out of trouble. (laughs) So I've pretty much been housebound, Um, obviously with the exception of family and friends being able to run me around when it's been deemed safe to do so, when we've been allowed um, to the park to see family But generally, I have been laid up with my foot swollen. It went black and blue. It was really painful and I've not been able to walk properly. So that's been no school runs, not much housework. I can pretty much manage to stand up and, you know, do a little bit of cooking here and there. But poor hubby, it's been all on him. So he's been struggling. My little one's been struggling because he's always been reliant on me really to take him out to all of his play dates and after school clubs um so hubby's picking up the slack with that as well and the park play dates and woodland walks and all that stuff so it's been affecting our family and it really it just makes you think really how we take our health for granted and when it just takes a little tiny accident a stupid slip to really mess up your program and mess mess the plans up so I was hoping once my little one went back to school I would have more time to dedicate to my guests that I want to get on my podcast um, but I can't even sit at my desk for too long without my foot swelling up because it has to be elevated so I've been literally lying on the sofa or lying on my bed with my foot on a pillow um, it's a torn tendon like I said so it's taking ages to heal And this has really, really been very frustrating and kind of set me back a little bit. But it's also enabled me to really ramp up my other elements of what I've unfortunately been dragged into, which is my civil liberties activism. I'm a member of the Save Our Rights group and following Keep Britain Free, which is Simon Dolan's judicial review against the government. It's very anti-lockdown. So I've been busy writing letters to my school, my son's school, writing letters to my local MP, sending petitions, lobbying, just sharing loads of information on social media groups that I'm in and just trying to make a difference, trying to share evidence-based information that is not being spoken about in mainstream media Um, because it's being censored for one reason or another 
and looking at alternative sources for information. Um, so that's meant a lot of research, looking at a lot of scientific journals and peer-reviewed studies and, you know, just, just trying to research to find out what I can do to help improve not only my situation as a creative entrepreneur in the music industry, but as a, a working parent, um, you know, lobbying my MPs so that schools have certain protection in place for our children during this difficult time amid this global health crisis or pandemic um, and just trying to stay on top of it all not even mentioning the other campaign that I've been involved with on social media which is the fixed streaming broken record campaign trying to lobby the Department of Culture to really look at how artists are making money from streaming platforms, namely Spotify, which has been very, very, very difficult for new artists to even scrape the barrel with making any money at all. Um, and just looking at the, the structure of these, these companies and how their profit share works and how they distribute their income streaming revenue to artists that have signed up and are allowing them to stream their music and there's just so many discrepancies that's a whole nother podcast and it would mean I think getting involved in and getting some guests on that are actually involved in working in these companies so they can have their say and explain what's going on for the lay people um but there's just so much corruption and there's so much just greed and so many unethical practices that oh, I'm just tired of it all. I'm so tired of having to fight all of this and it just feels like it's never ending. I really wish I could be that person that can just switch off and go and watch Netflix all day or get my nose stuck in a book. Um, but there just seems to be so many technological issues at the moment. And that was another reason why I wanted to come on, because I think I'm actually suffering from technological fatigue. There really is just such a brain drain going on at the moment. And I just feel like there's so many undercurrents, literally, of electric, electromagnetic energy, whatever it is, that is just floating around the ethers at the moment, just disturbing my thought processes and disturbing how my tech kits work. My iPad's on the blink, my phone was on the blink, my printer wasn't working, our landline had loads of crank calls, our TV was glitchy, there was just so many things just all going wrong at one point and I know Mercury was in retrograde I don't know if anyone's into all that stuff but I don't know if that was the the you know the cause of it something's going on in the ethers anyway and it just made me realize how much we as a society especially since coronavirus covid whatever you want to call it especially in these times when we've been forced to get to grips with technology and rely on it more so than we have ever relied on it in our entire lives just to keep in touch with our friends and family long gone are the days of skype where we would all you know look forward to skyping our 
distant relatives in Australia, you know, once once every six months, it is now in our hands, day to day, that's how we run our businesses. As a virtual assistant, I kind of dipped my toe into that side of things back in 2016 when I set up my, my virtual assistant business. And I became very au fait with a lot of the apps and software programs that businesses were using to to streamline everything and for a while I mean it was a baptism of fire at the time but for a while it was a really fantastic way to just not have to rely on jumping on the train and commuting an hour and a half just to get to the office to do something that you could quite easily do from home just to access some files or make amendments to a document or something so you know there's good good and bad there's always a a positive but there's always a negative as well and unfortunately for me right about now this technological fatigue is just draining me something chronic so I just wanted to just put it out there and just see if anyone else is going through the same I just feel like I have to switch off sometimes it would be so nice to just not have to set foot inside my office or to just switch off my damn phone I know no one's telling me I have to be on my phone, but if it's the only way I can stay up to date with campaigns and latest news. I don't watch television. My son hijacks it pretty much most of the time anyway, but I can't even watch mainstream television because it all seems so trivial compared to what's going on in the world. That's just me. I'm a realist. I like to get involved. I like to get stuck in. I like to try and make a difference. I like to try and be productive and positive to make a real difference to make a real change I'm very driven like that I have a very strong sense of justice very strong sense of morals and ethics and I know I drive people mad because I'm far from perfect but I'm trying I'm trying to do my best with what I can do in my current situation and because I can't get out and I do have an injury I'm kind of limited to physically what I can do so that's why I just wanted to do this podcast really and just discuss this technological fatigue I mean, aside from the uh, the campaigning I'm doing for the civil liberties groups, I mean, that's just gone off the charts. I can't believe we're actually living in a society now that demonises people who can't wear masks for whatever reason. They have an absolute legitimate right to not wear a mask. It's not law. It's not actual law that they have to wear masks so leave them alone if they don't want to wear a mask for whatever reason they are perfectly within their rights not to and now we have a bunch of unelected technocrats telling us what we can and can't post on social media okay granted it's their platforms but they wouldn't even have the advertising revenue that they have if it weren't for us using their platforms in the first place. So I think a little bit of respect is due as to what people can post, as long as it's not hate speech. And by that, I mean incenting, uh, incentivizing or inciting racial hatred or, you know, just just hate speech like that. I think we need to be very, very careful about what we what we call censorship and and what we call critical thinking and questioning because it seems anybody that is remotely speaking out against this current government narrative not only with the pandemic but with the politics as well with the US elections it seems that you're just demonized you're not allowed to have a point of view or a perspective that's different from 
that particular platform, whichever one it is you happen to be using, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, they're all pretty much the same and they all tend to respond in the same way and stop your posts being seen, they shadow ban you. I know I've been shadow banned on Facebook. Nobody looks at my posts anymore and I, I've, so I've basically stopped posting. Um, I'm just sharing links now. I don't even tell people what I've been up to. I find Facebook quite a toxic place, uh, which is a shame. You know, I've been on it 12 years, but it's, uh, I think, an end of an era. I think we're all coming around to the idea that actually there's a whole lot of stuff going on behind the scenes for most people that they're not putting on Facebook. And that's the stuff I want to know about. I don't want to see people's dinners. I don't want to see what latest clothes people have bought. I'm really not that interested. What I am interested in is how people are surviving. I want to know what what is that inspiration, the motivation, that that fighting spirit that keeps you all going during these hard times. How are you managing to connect with your loved ones and still maintain an income, still focus on your business, still still generate some passion in your life without having to rely on all this technology. I'm finding it quite interesting just seeing how people's, like sociologically speaking, how people's lives have changed. Um, so yeah, these, <laughs> these platforms have just become almost like a thorn in our side. We can't live with them, but we can't live without them. And this is what I'm interested in, is how do we move forward in this technological era, in these times of lockdown, um, and, and survive without them? Is it possible? Are we going to get to the point where we just have to switch off? I know for me personally, I've dug out my old Nokia and my old Blackberry because I don't want to be tracked and traced. And I don't want to have people ringing me up that I don't know with crank calls or selling, you know, stupid car insurance or whatever it is. And I don't want people spam emailing me. I don't want to have to check my emails every five minutes on my phone. Sometimes I just want my phone to, to be just that, a phone. So I think this technological fatigue is really speaking to me at the moment and making me look at how I can decentralize everything. And yet the world is doing the opposite. Everyone is trying to centralise everything. The government is trying to centralise everything. Our healthcare system is trying to centralise everything. Our banks are trying to centralise everything. Our politicians have already centralised everything and are now becoming part of this United Nations World Economic Forum Global Reset Fourth Industrial Revolution malarkey that nobody ever asked for, that nobody has consented to, but is somehow now being rolled out on the back of this pandemic and people are okay with that these unelected technocrats as i said before dictating publicly funded health bodies health institutions with politicians in their back pockets i don't understand how we've come to this point and now it's affecting our entire livelihoods our our way of life how we communicate, how we do our jobs, whether or not we travel to work, whether or not our children can even go to school. All the stuff we took for granted, it's all shifted, it's all changed. So this technological fatigue is making me look at all these elements. I'm wondering, 
okay, I don't necessarily want to go along with all of that or with any of it. How can I take a step back? How can I preserve my mental health? How can I preserve my energy? How can I create more value in my career? How can I just use my time more wisely? Do I have to now find new platforms to have a voice, to speak out against this global narrative that seems to be happening in mainstream media and within our governments? It looks like it's the case. So I've started my digital migration. I'm now consolidating a lot of stuff. I've pulled back on a lot of things. And it takes time because we don't realise the web that we've been woven into online. All these apps, these these passwords, these user accounts, the software packages we use, whether it's to do accounting or project management, or even with the schools. Like I've had a massive learning curve with my son's school. And while generally they've been great, um, he's just started the junior school. My goodness, I've had never had so much trouble with all the technology. And I don't know why. It's like, like I say, there's just some gremlins going on right now, but it's driving me crazy. And it's contributing towards this level of stress that I have to deal with every day just to make sure he can do his homework. Logging onto this app using this tablet. We've got a tablet, we've got an iPad, we've got an iPhone, we've got a MacBook. All these different things just to try and get a job done. It's like sometimes I just miss pen and paper and good old fashioned textbooks. (laughs) And it's really made me question how on earth these technocrats believe that our future is to be solely reliant on all this digital technology because when things go wrong they really really go wrong i've had i've been in a situation before it's a few years ago now my entire hard drive on my mac died i mean seriously it just stopped whirring it just stopped going around you can hear it chugging going round and round and round And it just could not access any of the information on my hard drive. I had to take it to a special Apple person to try and get it looked into. Um, And unfortunately, they were only able to salvage a little bit of what was on my drive. But fortunately, I was able to back up a lot of my stuff to the cloud um, and on the Google, Google Drive. So I have backups of stuff that was important. But I did lose a lot of stuff as well. Um, So I had to dig out my old PC from the loft and then find some old documents from there that I still need today. So, like I say, it's a double-edged sword, this whole tech thing. But the way forward for me at the moment is to actually to take a step back. (laughs) I'm taking a big step back. I'm doing my digital migration. I'm withdrawing a lot of my attention off things like Facebook um, and being pulled into arguments with so-called friends because I'm not interested in that. I want to move forward and find solutions. I don't want to 
to argue about whether something's happening or not because the evidence I've seen certain things are happening because I'm privy to more information than most being in my civil liberties group um, and seeing a lot of the political documents and papers and, and things going on in legal proceedings that a lot of people don't know about. So I am privy to a lot more information than most. So I'm using that information to try and be proactive and make a positive change. And with people choose not to believe me that's fine that's up to them that's on them I'm not responsible for how other people react I'm responsible for me and my time and how I choose to react so with that in mind my podcast I now have a whole different approach to how I want to do this going forward but it involves learning editing more time consuming tech stuff I've actually dug out in fact, I've got it right here in front of me in my office. I've now got my um, eight-track mixer. I have um, a sound sound card and um, a preamp thing, and uh, yeah, <laughs> an interface, uh, audio interface thing. Um, so I'm having to look at ways to use outboard technology to boost what I do with this and with my writing and recording and vocal editing because that's what I really want to be doing is sat in my little room here creating music writing and recording which has made me think again wow how times have changed yes it's been great being able to have a a connection with people, creative people, and I know lots of musicians and artists are writing and recording online. But don't you miss those organic jam sessions? Don't you miss just going and hanging out in someone's studio and listening to some music and just creating some beats from scratch and someone will play an instrument and someone else will drop around and, you know, it just used to be a fun thing to do to just hang out with people and just create spur of the moment playing instruments having a jam i think that's that's really been lost it's not it's not the same i miss that personal interaction with other musicians and other singers like even vocal rehearsals you know i I used to skype use skype a lot in the past to have vocal rehearsals for tours and things like that until we were ready to rehearse with the band but it's actually really nice just to get together with people and sing properly you know that vocal blend that unison the uniting of voices together as a singer that was always one of the things that used to make the hairs on the back of my neck stand up was just hearing voices just that sweet spot you know when the harmonies and the blends the pitch the tones are just all perfect and they just work in sync on a melody on a piece of music and it just oh it's nice man I miss that I really miss that So, yeah, uh, I think technological fatigue is really set in. I'm not really interested in doing so much stuff online anymore. Um, Or if I do, I'm just going to need a bit of a break before I get back into it again. I mean, where does it end? Is this going to be it now for the future? Are we we ever going to go back to how it was? There's no music, live music happening yet. 
And now there's talk of mandated tests from all these big companies like Live Nation and Ticketmaster saying they want people to have proof that they've tested positive. Uh, Tests are completely inaccurate. We were told that from the get-go. So why the hell they're still using tests to just increase their flawed figures and stats for numbers so they can justify their lockdowns? That's all I can see. Um, What about bodily autonomy? Why should it be mandatory? just let people live their lives. Sweden seems to have done the best job. They're back up and running and they're carrying on about their life as normal. Um, And it does make you wonder, you know, now Mr Hancock, who I have been calling for his resignation, I think he's been absolutely appalling. um, He's basically trying to get us used to the idea now that we might need mandatory vaccines. Untrialled, untested, only been in the works for six months and now he expects the entire British population to have them. Well, I'm sorry, but no. Just no. I just can't believe we're even at this point just to get back to normal and I think that's what they want. They want us to be so fed up, so prepared to just get back to normal that we'll be prepared to accept anything. Well, nah, I'm fighting. Gonna go down fighting. (laughs) I'm not not going to tolerate any of this. It's just absolute nonsense. So what do we do? How can we move forward? And why I'm still not seeing major music artists and superstars, celebrities speaking out about any of this, I don't know. And they're part of the problem. They should be using their platform to make people question what's going on with these governments and why they're all suddenly sticking to these these same fra- catchphrases like build back better and the great reset it's like well, how, hang on a minute what's going on here do they know something we don't what is really going on here that is making these governments all speak the same language across the globe now unless you're not paying attention it's hard to miss this undercurrent this un just this tone of what's going on behind the scenes of what they're really trying to achieve and if it is an economic reset and it involves technology um to make people work from home more if it involves getting us off the streets for this greener uh agenda climate change so that none of us use our cars anymore if it means all of us having access to 5G networks to be able to work faster and have data transferred more quickly, whose data is it? Who is it going to? Why do they want it? Why is it being monetized? Why is what you're looking at on google or whatever search engine why is that so important to them why are we having to rely on amazon why can't i just pop down to my local shop they're all closing down they can't afford to stay open why is it during this lockdown you've got so many big companies open but not your little high street retailer what's the difference a shop's a shop i don't i don't understand why they're doing it doesn't seem like anyone actually cares as long as they can get what they need and that that I find really frightening as well 
what are we allowing to happen right under our noses without even asking questions really is that the world you want to bring your kids up in is this like this cognitive dissonance oh no everything's fine let's just listen to the government they're just gonna take your livelihood away from you shut down your business you'll never be able to trade again you're just gonna have to have a universal basic income but in order to get that you're gonna have to have a test you're gonna have to have a vaccine before you're even allowed outside your house let alone on a plane because that's where it's going and it's very sinister it's tyrannical it's dystopian and it's not what i believe the future should be about it's dystopian it's just terrific that we've come to this point and it's not about virus anymore it's so not about virus anymore any of this nobody asked us if this is how we want to live our life really is this what we're going to have to do to abide by your these rules from these unelected technocrats with these massive mega corporations conglomerates dictating how we can get back to some kind of normality so technological fatigue is a thing you know we can't can't carry on as we are because I believe it's just going to get worse when do we draw the line and say no I don't want to have my phone do everything yes when I want it to yes but I need to step away sometimes I don't want to always be on my phone it's infringing on my time with my family my immediate family but how else can we get the message out there that we don't consent, that we that we want to just live our lives normally? Why have we got to fight for everything? Fight for the right just to have an opinion about something that doesn't necessarily fit in with the mainstream view. Why is that such a thing? Do we not call ourselves a democratic nation? Is this not a democracy? I don't think it is, not anymore. I really don't. We're becoming fascist, leaning towards Marxist, heading towards communism. <laughs> just labels, labels, labels. I'm not interested in labels. I'm pretty apolitical. But this whole situation has made me get involved in stuff I don't even want to be involved in. I just want to make music. So, what's the cure for technological fatigue? For me, I've actually really enjoyed getting out in nature. I think that helps inspire me creatively as well because you do realise that actually it's just you. There's a big, big world out there and there's so many beautiful sights on our doorsteps. We have little local parks. If you're lucky enough and you live near the sea or a lake or the woods, just in the countryside, you know, make the most of it. Greenery, fresh air, space to breathe. And then meditate. Pray. Get in touch with your inner being. Just quiet all that technological noise. All the apps, the beeping, the notifications, the phone calls. All of that, just silence it. That's what I've been trying to do. It's just get 
out into nature or even in the garden get my hands dirty in the mud I tried my hands a little bit at growing vegetables <laughs> I've had courgettes I've had broccoli I've got some butternut squash I've had peppers um, I've had a few strawberries it hasn't done brilliantly this year and I've got a blueberry plant but that hasn't done anything this year either so I'm gonna try my hand at some potatoes as well I've got some onions there growing so yeah I'm just you know just trying just to switch off the noise switch off the tech and books good old-fashioned book hard copy book not an e-book not on one of those e-reader things an actual paper book it's got that lovely musty smell to it it just reminds you of when you're a kid in the library lovely so I picked up my books got a stack of them by the bed and just trying to relax your body so you might not be able to go to the gym and work out not that I was ever really a gym bunny I haven't done that for a long long time but just relaxing your body stretching having a bath how about lighting some candles soft lighting and writing journaling setting intentions writing affirmations just doing something that can inspire you writing down your thoughts helping you focus help helping you switch off from the noise de-stress articulate how you feel it's really good for your mental health it's like a form of cbt cognitive behavioral therapy it's a really good way to just channel whatever noise is going on inside your head and just switching off switch off the notifications on your phones unfollow on social media mute your phone so you don't hear the noise unplug your landline and just enjoy the silence Sometimes that's all we need to do, switch off. So, while I am in my little zen place, meditation, candles, I've got quite into aromatherapy actually as well. Got a really nice ginger, ginger one. And my crystals, I bought a beautiful piece of crystals, um, some citrine, which looks beautiful and it sparkles in the sun on my windowsill. And it just reminds me that, you know, nature, nature gave that to us. That's beautiful to look at. So if I'm, you know, being being contemplative and just wanting to relax, you know, just little things like that. Whatever works for you, we're all different. And if it's not your thing and you need to have that connection with technology, then great. Enjoy it while it lasts because I think before long it's going to be so much more of an issue to be able to walk away from it. So I guess what I'm saying is walk away and have that time away when you can because it's not always going to be possible to do that in the future that these global initiatives are now trying to put upon us.
if this great reset happens and they're going to try and do away with cash, have digital currency, we could, everything will be monitored more so than it is now. Um, I'm just looking at, you know, the facts here, guys. Um, whether you think it's all speculative or I'm completely delusional, it's up to you. I know what I know. And I've spent 20 years looking at a lot of this stuff, so I know what I know. Trust me. So on that note, know thyself. Know what you need to do to switch off, quieten the noise, and be still. And let life unfold. We can't control what's going to happen, but we can control how we react and respond to it. So while these demands are being made upon us just to function in our jobs, in our education, in our families, in our social lives, sometimes we just have to say, no, we don't consent. This isn't working for me like this. I need to take some time out. So as much as I love checking what's happening in the world. I also love my downtime. I love the peace and quiet. And I love listening to music again. I love finding stuff on my computer that I haven't found for a long time. I would say CDs, but they're all in a box in the garage. (laughs) I know some people still love listening to their vinyl and they'll break out their vinyl on my list of things to do (laughs) I have some cracking 12 inch mixes though so I will I will dig some stuff out for you guys maybe do a little uh, radio show that might be next on my agenda so watch this space I'm working on it but let's just have a breather a deep breath and do what we need to do just to get by these very very strange times so I hope my ponderings and musings have made you think a little bit about how you spend your time how you spend your energy the things you give attention to and learn that but remember that tomorrow is another day so whatever you're doing whoever you're doing it with know that someone somewhere out there is going through a very similar thing to what you're doing you're going through and we all need to use our voice to communicate and speak so we can share our experiences and know that we're not alone no matter how hard things get and how difficult things may seem there is always light at the end of the tunnel and the light always comes after the the darkest of nights so whatever you're going through right now know that I'm with you I'm here 
drop me a message, hit me up. Don't expect me to respond straight away. (laughs) Because if I'm stepping back, I won't be able to. But when I do, know that it's in sincerity. And we got this. We got this. So here's to lockdown two. Making it through. And coming out the other side. A bit more refreshed, a bit more focused and more positive. So we can do what we were put on this earth to do, to live our lives, to have abundance, joy. Because that's what it's all about. So for now, my loves, take care of yourselves and each other. And I'll be back on again. Sometime soon. To update you on how things are progressing in this mad music world of mine. But until then, God bless. Peace.